0: Hi folks, this is Abel James and thanks so much for joining us on Fat-Burning Man, where we talk about real food and real results. Today we're here with Drew Canoli, founder of Fit Life TV and Juicing Extraordinaire. You're going to learn why eating fruit in the morning might backfire, what happened when Drew tried a ketogenic diet, and why people who eat greens look so dang good. Quick reminder, my new show with Sean T. of Insanity is airing this month primetime on ABC. Don't forget to tune in to the show with the cheekiest title on television, I think. My diet is better than yours at 9 p.m., 8 p.m. Thursdays this month to see The Wild Diet in action on national TV. You can also check out the brand spanking new paperback version of my best-selling book, The Wild Diet, anywhere books are sold. Thank you so much for your support. And don't forget to leave me a review. I appreciate every single one of them. And if you're reading The Wild Diet, wherever you are, send me a picture, shoot me a tweet. I'm at FatBurnMan on Twitter. You can also find me at FatBurningMan on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all those other places. Drop me a line anytime. I always love hearing from you guys. Now, to get your new year started right, here are a few last quick tips for how to drop fat and get results with your new year's resolutions. Number one, instead of slaving on a treadmill for hours on end, break a sweat every day doing something you love. Get outside, do some work around the house, play with your kids, or just go for a walk in nature. I do that with my dog pretty much every day, sometimes two, three times a day. That dog is pretty intense. All of these lifestyle-based activities, they totally count as exercise. And if you're looking to lose fat, you really don't need to punish yourself. Remember, six-packs are made in the kitchen anyway. Now that said, bonus points if you can work in a Wild 7 workout. What that looks like, it's a high-intensity exercise. So at the beginning, you want to warm up a bit, get that blood flowing, get nice and loose. At the end, you'll want to cool down. But the workout looks like this. Just do 20 seconds of intense exercise like burpees or hill sprints followed by 10 seconds of rest. you repeat that 10 times and you'll be amazed by how quickly you shed fat and get in the best shape of your life. You're reaching right up against your VO2 max, so it can make you faster if you're training for races. If you're just looking for something that's more like metabolic conditioning to make sure that you're losing fat and and boosting your metabolism, it's also great for that. I try to do it at least once a week, even if I'm traveling. Burpees are great for hotel rooms, let me just say that, except for the people who are downstairs. Number three, if you want to drop fat, Try intermittent fasting. I call it fasting and feasting. It's basically under eating during the day or doing a light fast. And then in the evening, you go into rest and digest mode for your big feast. Now, if you aren't hungry, don't be afraid of skipping a meal every once in a while. It can actually help boost growth hormone and even reverse the effects of aging. Now, for women, I just want to say I've had a lot of shows about this. You don't want to go crazy, uh, especially if you're under a lot of stress, with something like fasting. You can fast too much for sure, I just want to communicate that fasting is a useful tool for a lot of people. Uh, if if you don't want to be eating six meals a day, and you don't need to stress out if you don't have high quality food around, it's much better to just have a light snack of something that you carry around. I always have sardines, nuts, maybe a piece of fruit. Uh, even some veggies. I carry around cucumbers sometimes when we go hiking and it's a great way to hydrate and make sure that you're filling up on fiber and phytonutrients. So just suffice it to say, you don't need to eat three to six square meals a day. You can liberate yourself from that dogma that we've been getting from the media for so very long. It's been too long. Now, number four, eat real pastured butter instead of fake butter Margarine, canola, and all those other industrial oils. You won't believe how good it tastes, and it's actually much better for you. Number five, cook a feast with your friends and family at home. It's time to bring back the family dinner. Try to do that at least once a week. There's something so magical about sitting around a table and enjoying your meals, taking time to do that, making an event out of it, and it will be one step closer to improving your relationship with food, and that in turn improves your health. So, Give that a shot. So did you make a New Year's resolution to drop a few pounds, shed that spare tire, get into better health, or get in the best shape of your life? Over 65% of people who make resolutions include fitness goals as part of their New Year's promise. Not so promising, though, is that one in three will have actually abandoned their goals by the end of the month. So don't give up. We're here to help with all the information, tools, motivation, and support you need to rock it this year. For one month only... You can gain access to our library of videos, recipes, articles, downloads, and a supportive group of community members. You can also get our 30-day meal plan, which is a $97 value, when you sign up for our online membership community, The Fat-Burning Tribe. You can even ask me and my wife, Allison, your questions about what you're struggling with, and we answer it every month. In a video just for you guys. My wife Allison and I developed the 30 day meal plan using our favorite recipes backed by the principles of the wild diet to help you shed fat as quickly as possible in a healthy way while enjoying delicious meals and real food treats. There's a six pack under there, and we're going to help you find it. If you join the wild diet challenge today, you'll get your first month of our entire program for just $1. It's a value of over $100. So don't wait. The bonuses and giveaways expire for the Wild Diet Challenge very soon. All you have to do to get in on the fun from any device is type in fatburningman.com forward slash challenge. One last time that's fatburningman.com forward slash challenge. On to the show. Drew Canole is founder of FitLife TV, and he's committed to sharing educational, inspirational, and entertaining videos and articles about health, fitness, healing, and longevity. On today's show, you'll learn why eating fruit in the morning might backfire, why people who eat greens look so good, what a tomato does to a ketogenic diet, the number one mistake people make with fruit, the surprising relationship between your brain and your gut, and much more. All right, let's go hang out with Drew. All right, folks. I'm so happy to be here today with Drew Canole, who's the founder and CEO of Fit Life TV and Juicing Extraordinaire. How's it going, Drew?
1: Awesome, my man. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, oh, absolutely.
0: I'm I'm so glad that you're that you're here. We're gonna have fun because we love our veggies. And you said an interesting thing to me. I was just on uh, on your podcast and you said something that kind of caught me off guard that a few people have said before, you're, you basically accused me of eating lots of vegetables. So you're like, I can see the whites of your eyes, your, the, your face color looks good. Can you talk about what happens, uh, just before we get to who you are and what you do or whatever, when you see someone who's actually eating their veggies? What's, what's the difference?
1: What's what's really cool, and we're going to go down the rabbit hole in this podcast, okay? Because we're going to talk about some woo-woo stuff, some deep stuff. People are going to be like, wow, I I didn't really know that phytochemicals had that much power over not only the way we look, but the way we carry ourselves, our energy, our vibration, whatever you want to call it, too. So I'm excited. So when I saw you, the first thing I noticed was that you have a lot of white around your eye, and it's very, very crystal clear white. I can tell that your liver is very clean. When you look into somebody's eye, it's actually this ancient art called iridology, right? Mm -hmm. So an iridologist, if you've ever had an eye reading, they actually look at your eye, and depending on where it is, they measure it like a clock, means that the different uh, troubles that you've had, the sicknesses, even the injuries that you've had in the past. I had an iridologist look at my eye once, and she said, you hurt your shoulder about four and a half years ago. Is that correct? Really? The mark I had (laughs) in my eye, right? So I could tell crazy that you're super healthy, that you have an abundant of minerals in your diet, you probably have a lot of cod fermented fish oil, Uh, bone broth is big in your diet as well by looking at your eyes and you have a ton of vegetables. The blue starts popping. In iridology they believe that there is no green eye, it's either blue or brown. Mm -hmm people that have green eyes can sometimes lighten up the color of their eyes based on how much they're detoxing. They're going through phase two liver detoxification. So you're doing that quite a bit. And I wanted to commend you because you have that glow that only somebody who has tons of veggies has. And, um, when I was sitting with Charlotte Gerson about a year ago, and Charlotte Gerson is the founder of the Gerson Clinic. You know, yeah, uh, they started this forever ago, and they help people heal from cancer and all these diverse diseases based on juicing and vegetables and all this holistic stuff. Her eyes were unlike any eye I've ever seen. Here's this 92-year-old woman, yeah, and her eyes are so blue you feel like she's not only looking at you but she's looking in your soul. Cool. Like, That healthy, she's that vibrant. Yeah, and she's 92. Never missed a beat. Super fast. We did an interview video together, and it was just crazy to see that. So that's
0: that's awesome. Isn't it inspiring to see people who are, you know, especially advanced in life and still just like this this epic health? For young guys like us, it's pretty. You know, we have a lot of things that are working to our advantage. We could even be doing a lot of things wrong. Like, despite the fact that I went to Dartmouth and drank my way through it, you know, I still have blue (laughs) eyes and and whites or whatever. But I think, you know, one of the the coolest things about doing what we do is we get the chance to meet people who have uh, lived on this earth earth for so long and are doing it so right that they still are just as vibrant or even more vibrant than we
1: are. Mm Mm-hmm. And they hear us and they're like, oh, I started doing that 30 years ago. <laughs> right. so they've been doing it longer than, you know, we've close to been being alive, yeah. you know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we're already ahead of ourselves. Why don't you give folks just a quick background about what you do and what, what you're proud of, because I can tell that you have so much passion around uh, the work that you do. And that's, you know, I don't want to say that that's rare, but unfortunately it really right. is. And I, I'm, I'm glad that you come to this with so much enthusiasm.
1: Likewise. And I love what you do too. So flashback four years ago, similar to your personal transformation story, right? You lost Mm -hmm. 20, 30 pounds. I heard that. Uh, Same scenario. You know, I was running a business. I was a financial director of this company and we were doing really, really well right out of college. I was making all the money to do whatever I wanted in life, but I was sabotaging my health over Mm -hmm. and over and over again. Day in and day out, I was having things that were not giving me vitality. You know, it was that guy that would drink on the weekends to escape from the job that I have because I didn't really like the job. Right. I like money that it was creating, but I wasn't passionate or I didn't have a purpose behind it that kind of pulled me out of bed in the morning. I felt like I had to push myself mm-hmm. and that's never a good place to be, right? Yeah. So I had a mentor that I would meet with every morning, Frank Scheidler over in Tampa, Florida. He's this 85 year old sage. He's one of those people that walk into a room and you just feel there's something different about this person. You right. want to talk to him. They give you wisdom. It's like Lao Tzu or, you know. You know, some enlightened person being there with you. Yeah, float
0: through the room.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Every morning we meet together and he told me on a few occasions, he's like, if you do anything at all in this life, make sure you're doing something that impacts other people, Mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how much money you make or anything else. And um, So I took that to heart. It's like one of those things you hear a thousand times but finally it sets in and you totally get it. You're like, okay, well, so regardless of how much money I make or whatever, I got to do something that I love that impacts people. Yeah. And at the time, that was health. I really liked studying these ancient Ayurvedic technologies and hypocrisies and all of these uh, people of the past that were totally into health and they had mm-hmm. such uh, great ideas around how to heal a human body. But at the time, I was 40 pounds heavier and I was 20 over 20% body fat fat, shape, lethargic, my mind didn't work correctly. So I went on this journey of transformation and it took probably about six months uh, for me to transform from over 20% body fat down to sub 7% and maintain that for the years to come that would lead up to fit life. Mm -hmm. So the whole time I was documenting it, I was putting YouTube videos out there, I was uh, putting stuff on Facebook and sure enough people started to respond, they're like, what are you doing? I want to do this. 'Cause you get that a lot, you know, you could be anywhere in a store, you could be at a you know, anywhere where you live in Tennessee and people come up to you and they're like, Wow, what do you do? Like your energy's different, something's going on, I wanna do whatever you're doing, right?
0: True.
1: That started to happen to me and I'm like, Well, this is interesting, you know, I could actually turn this into a business. Mm-hmm. So my passion became my business. helping people. So waking up in the morning, I get to check emails of hundreds of people that are writing in every single day saying that they healed this or that they recovered from this injury or that their son recovered or their daughter or their family's closer because of the correct nutrients that they're putting in their body, the micronutrients. They're able to have present conversations that they weren't able to have before because of the dopamine triggers and all the neurochemicals from the processed food that they were actually eating, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So you get similar stories to this as well, but it's you're living a dream life that's what i say you're literally walking around living in a dream
0: it is cool yeah it is kind of dream like uh especially going into it doesn't matter where i am now but like if i set foot in a in a health food store or something like that uh yeah. either someone comes up cuz they recognize my voice or they just you know have somehow come into contact with this information and it's really inspiring i think that Uh, even, you know, we're out here in the middle of the woods in Tennessee and the guy who delivered FedEx for us, he's like, I follow you on Twitter. I'm like, no way. But it's been such an incredible, um, experience, I think, because it really started from nothing really right it was it was like i had this experience that was similar to yours i think in in the sense that you know you're following the rat race and a lot of people who are listening maybe in a similar situation where you're you're told that you should be doing this one thing with your life and you know all of this information coming in is just like yep you got to keep going keep pushing it whatever and your health is a total uh oversight in a lot of cases and unfortunately especially in america people don't pay attention to it until they're, until they have to, or they're on their deathbed, something terrible happens. And, uh, one of the coolest things about what you do is not only, you know, coming out of nowhere with your own story, which is way too common, trying to turn that around and then teach people, you know, the ancient wisdom. Um, but reconnecting that ancient wisdom with uh, things that you can do today to be more vibrant in your own life, so what are some things that you that you found these these nuggets that have been there for thousands of years that you think we can kind of percolate back up to the top and bring back into our daily lives
1: yeah, so I think the and that's awesome. I think the biggest thing people struggle with is the motivation to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not that they don't want to, but it's the motivation to actually get to where they want to be. So, one of the things that we do at the start of every transformation program, and um, it works time and time again, it's called the why identity, right? The why identity mm-hmm. process is the emergence of your why with your identity and asking yourself questions that you've never asked before. So let's say that I wanted to transform and at the time I did this, right? So why do I want to do it? What does it look like 90 days from now? What do I want to see when I look in the mirror? Getting very present visually with it and then getting the audio cues going because we all the more we can anchor it in our mind with different cues in neuro-linguistic programming as you know, the easier it is for us to actually hit that goal. So what are your friends saying in 90 days after you transform? And then also what does it feel like what is the person 90 days from now that has lost 20 pounds or the woman that uh, feels better and is around her kids and has more energy how is she being because when we can close that gap from all the audio cues, the way they're being, the way that they feel, mm-hmm. and start living today as that person, their identity changes, and they become somebody completely, and entirely different. Your DNA shifts. You have a chemicalization of thought, and your whole entire DNA shifts in that moment, and you become somebody new. Yeah. And that's powerful because you will never go back to the way that you once were. Your eyes will be brilliantly blue like yours are, and you will literally walk around helping people nonstop, <laughs> which is what I'm passionate about. So the why is uh, powerful. You need a why that makes you cry, as yeah. we talked about. Right? No, I
0: dig it, I dig it. Now, So how about the what? What are these people doing, especially who are you know writing you these emails? What, what changes are they making in their own lives? What are, what are they learning?
1: So motivation and momentum is like your friend, right? Darren Hardy talks about it in the book called Compound Effect. Mm-hmm. These little things that we can do to get Mo, motivation, our friend to come in and kind of help us out. Like imagine two big hands just pushing you throughout the day. And um, we have have these triggers at FitLife that people do every single day that our coaches use to coach other people. And um, it works every single time. One of them is simple as having warm water with lemon in the morning, mm-hmm. right? Because there's so many benefits to that. You start to alkalize your body. And when you're alkalizing your body, not only with warm water and lemon, but having a, a green juice every single day, mm-hmm or uh, thinking becomes clear. It's amazing how much better you feel. People that are in chronic pain uh, because there's too much acid in their body, they start to shift that alkalinity, they start to feel better. Their micro gut biome starts to shift because of the alkalinity. The organ pH starts to change. Your blood pH. Everything in your body gets better when you start having more alkalinity, when you start eating more vegetables, the bone broth, the different things that you get. And um, that's incredible. So those are small things that people can do. Again, uh, breathing is huge for that as well. So taking time out of the day. I know you probably do this, but box breathing. Mm -hmm. where you're breathing for five seconds, you're holding it, then you're breathing it out. Um, Out of anything that you do, breathing actually causes more alkalinity in your body than anything that you could consume, right? Hmm. Eating oxygen, a lot of people don't know that, but Mm -hmm. through respiration, you change your body's pH. So breathing is absolutely quintessential Uh, meditation, even if it's prayer, you know, if you're praying to God, whatever source, universe, whatever you want to call it, doing that every single day is going to build up that momentum. It's going to make you feel better. Yeah. I do something, I know you're married, but I do something as a single man, you know, that's pretty cool. And, and everybody can do this, woman or male, but it's something like dating yourself. Once a week, you take time out of the week to give more self-love to you. Yeah. So whatever you love to do, if it's going to the go-kart track or if it's going to a movie or if it's reading a book, whatever it is, give yourself that time regardless of if you're in, in the rat race, you're working for somebody else or you're an entrepreneur by yourself. I think mm-hmm. it's important to get What back. do? You do? And be alone. Um, I love to read. I'm yeah. a racist reader, likened to you. I mean, I'll go through two to three books a week. Mm-hmm. So constantly giving myself that time, and I have a hyperbaric chamber in my house. Nice. So I love sitting in my hyperbaric chamber, reading. <laughs> you know, getting all that oxygen in.
0: <laughs> that's pretty much the <laughs> nerdiest thing I've in a while.
1: Thing, <laughs> but I don't care. You know, I'm weird. I love it.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. I, I totally do. it. Okay, so let's um. I I have a lot of people on the show, they disagree about almost everything, and uh, I I get comments about that, but mostly I want to get people to come to a consensus, right? I I want to abandon as much of the crosstalk and the banter between and and infighting between these these cliques in the health world and get them to agree about things. And and one thing that almost everyone agrees on is that we should be eating more veggies. So let's talk about why that's important, because I know that you're a huge veggie head. Um, Yeah, Yeah, absolutely what are the top reasons that you think people should not just know that eating veggies is good but actually do it in their own lives?
1: Absolutely. So flashing back to the time when I was overweight, and this is the perfect example, I was eating a lot of macronutrients, right? Mm -hmm. I was eating the, and even high quality stuff, I was eating the grass fed meat, I was eating the wild caught fish, I was doing all this stuff but I wasn't eating the veggies, right, and I was still overweight, out of shape, and I found myself eating more calories than I should. I think the average American eats 4,000 calories a day, and that's mainly micro calories. That's mainly uh, processed food, you know, macronutrients, yeah. processed food, and everything else. So they're uh, nutritionally starving, is what I like to say. Because mm-hmm. they're not getting the micronutrients. Their body's begging for micronutrients. And when we start eating veggies, you're getting all the phytochemicals, the aminos, the, the phy- you know, everything that's not part of that macro world. Mm-hmm. You're getting a plethora of it, which is why I love juicing. You know, juicing vegetables. So having a kale, Swiss chard, lemon, ginger, all of this stuff in a juice, you drink it, your body processes it in about 15 minutes, regardless of whether or not you have leaky gut or anything else, mm-hmm. those nutrients are going to your mitochondria, they're going to your AP, ATP, they're giving you energy. And a lot of people don't have that long withstanding energy throughout the day, because they're not getting those type of nutrients.
0: Yeah,
1: I know you're big into smoothies, that morning smoothie you have, mm-hmm. every single it's fueling you all day long with all those micronutrients, right?
0: Totally, totally. And it's a different kind of fuel. It's a different kind of full. Uh, But to play devil's advocate, so does that mean I can just go to Orange Julius or grab one of those fancy juices at at Whole Foods that's sitting on the shelf?
1: You know, I don't subscribe to that theory at all. And I know there's a lot of vegans, there's a lot of vegetarians out there that are like, well, I'm getting my greens, but, you know, I have a half a pineapple in here. I have two mangoes and Mm -hmm. I have four of so blueberries and a half a banana in this one smoothie, right. so you're getting like 250 grams of sugar <laughs> in this one drink um, and that works for some people, sure right so that's the crosstalk that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. For me, that has never worked. I'm yeah. not a big guy. I may have maybe three or four apples an entire week. yeah, occasionally I'll have some you know ice cream and other things like that, but I try to keep my sugar intake. Below ten grams every single day. Nice. This, which is probably what you do too. Yeah, doing ketogenic stuff. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, you know, it's it's tempting, especially when people first get started uh, with juicing or with smoothies or whatever. To just get the thing that looks like it would be healthy, right? Even if you go to the juice juice place, right, the, where all of the healthy juice people go, um, but if you order almost anything on that menu, that's that's preloaded, like you said, you're you're having half a watermelon, you're having you know three pounds of carrots, and you're having all these things that are syrupy sweet because I think the palate that most people are used to is so abused by sugar and processed salts and all these other things that a lot of people who are walking into a juice place um, are expecting an enormous amount of sweetness Uh, but I think you'll probably agree you don't drink juice or smoothies to have it taste like soda right (laughs) it's not this magical treat it's more of like a um, a ritual almost right
1: yeah you know what's good for your body because you feel that long-standing energy that you get when you have those veggies which is awesome and for the person that is hopped up on the sugary drinks And um, they need that. What I recommend is just having like a half an apple Mm -hmm. in there, sweeten it up, and then slowly you're going to pull away from that because you recognize and you – like you said, it's a ritual. You start to feel better when you don't have it. You don't have the highs and the lows of the sugar rush. And As we know, insulin is like your mom. When you have something that spikes your insulin up like that fruit or that sugary treat, she comes in the room and she puts away whatever's in the room and regardless of whatever you're eating with that sugary smoothie or that juice, your body's going to store it. Mm -hmm. So if it's protein, great. It helps, you know, shuttle and build muscle. But if it's fat, you're just going to put more fat on your body, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a huge, uh, a lot of people would probably disagree with that, but I've seen it demonstrated in my life and you have too.
0: Well, you know, it's... Fruit is such an interesting thing because we're uh, we're taught that you know more fruits are almost always better, unequivocally, and we hear eat more fruits and veggies in that order usually, right? And I remember uh, when when I was in college, I was uh, I stayed overnight at my girlfriend at the time at her house, and her mom uh, every morning. I can't remember how long I was there, but it was too long because in the morning there would be this huge glass of fresh squeezed orange juice. And there would be next to it a huge bowl of strawberries, blueberries, blackberries and melons all combined together with, you know, no protein (laughs) really to to speak of. No eggs or, or nothing really substantial. And I remember how terrible... I felt after I I felt empty and got a headache and I'm just like this is healthy right like why do I feel so bad and I think a lot of people who first when they first get started with eating more veggies they actually go to the fruits because they assume that they're the same thing can you talk a little bit more about the differences between those?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so this is a funny story, but I'm friends with uh, Christina Fully Raw, right? Mm-hmm. She's huge on YouTube. She's and she's a. Uh, Almost borderline fruitarian. Yeah, like an 80-10 tenner. 10, somebody who has bananas, peaches, tomatoes, whatever it is. These mono type of meals, mm-hmm. where they'll just take watermelon and have watermelon for a whole entire meal. Right. That works for her very well. She runs a lot of long distance races and stuff. She looks great. She looks vibrant. I tried to do that when she was here, and I almost died. The <laughs> next day, my team had to come in and literally resurrect me back to health because I just. <laughs> didn't feel like I was even a human being. I thought I was, I seriously was in a rough, rough, rough condition. Yeah. And because, um, I'm a fat burner, you Mm -hmm. know, my metabolism has changed so much so that I burn fat, which is why I'm able to maintain, you know, such a low percent of body fat all Mm -hmm. year long. Right. But when, when I have fruit, it starts to elevate. My body starts to change. Um, I don't feel as good mentally. Mm -hmm. I have the, dopamine hit from all the fruit and then it just crashes I get tired in the afternoon. So for me, fruit doesn't really work um, as well, especially fruit juice. If you're making a juice and you put fruit in it, the liver doesn't discriminate and it actually stores it as fat. And That's why people always write in and they're like, Drew, I've been doing the Alpha Reset, which is our five-day juice cleanse. Mm Um, and I'm like, well, have you been following our recipes? Or are you making your own? And they're like, no, I, you know, I threw some oranges in there. I put a banana in the juice or all this other stuff. And they're like, I gained weight. And I'm like, well, that's why, is because you're not juicing vegetables. Mm-hmm. You can follow the recipes that were in the upper reset.
0: Yeah. You know? So let's talk a little bit more about uh, fat burning, because that's one of my favorite topics, obviously. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I, when I was on your podcast, talked a little bit about. Uh, ketosis, the keto diet, the keto effect on your body, how you can kind of hack it, make it work for you. I know that you have some experience with that. I've been getting a lot of questions about it recently. Give us, what's the deal with it? What was your experience like when you went super low uh, on on the sugar and ramped up the fat?
1: So first and foremost, um, I got more done in my life than I've ever done, period,
0: yeah. right? Because I can vouch for that, it's crazy.
1: I I was almost in a fasted. I, I did intermittent fasting too. I, mm-hmm. I would go 16 to 18 hours without eating, probably similar to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my brain was just ignited. You know, It was like lit up. I uh, literally wrote like six books that were put on Amazon and everything in a period of like a month and a half. Right? Right. I felt like I had, had the limitless pill, and the limitless pill was intermittent fasting and having a high-fat diet mm-hmm. compared to what I was doing before. So I still do it. Once a week, where I'll fast for an entire day, mm-hmm. um, I'll have some juices throughout, different things like that, and um, it works very, very well for me. The brain thing, I love, you know, and and also the physical transformations that I was able to see as well. I noticed, and I didn't do any uh, blood tests in regards to this. I probably should have, mm-hmm. but I definitely noticed an increase in uh, HGH naturally, like mm-hmm. human growth hormone, I think that went up. And I know there's some research, you probably know a lot about this, sure. and as to how IF helps with that, I felt more testosterone, I definitely felt the mental focus, like the brain was working quicker, and um, all in all, it was a lot easier. I didn't have to think about eating all day long yeah. when I knew that the big meal was coming towards the end of the day, and um, yeah, I'm a big fan of it, and yeah. it works it doesn't, and we've we like to test everything on the team. We got like eight people here in San Diego that will do the same thing. We'll test mm-hmm. it, we'll see it for different people. Some of the girls on the team tried it. Yeah, and I know we talked about this when you were on our show. Yeah, uh, it doesn't really work the same way for women, right? Right, because the hormones and everything else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's much more of a moving target, and it, yeah, it, I- that's why it's all about. What works for you, right? Because yeah, I was I was in Whole Foods a couple of weeks ago. I saw a dude um, in there one day eating half a watermelon, a huge watermelon, and he, you know he was he was in good shape. Um, uh, I walked in uh, a couple of days later and I saw the same dude eating half a huge watermelon, and I I I think it's beautiful and wonderful that everyone kind of finds their thing, right? But I think the the biggest error that a lot of people make is being too dogmatic and saying this is how. This works for me so it's absolutely going to work for you and, and generally that's not the case. So um, one of the things that, that I like to do is really get people, especially who are first starting to focus on smoothies, but mostly because juicing is such a minefield. So knowing that it can be a very good thing, what do you tell people who are just getting started so they don't get tripped up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I like to, especially with smoothies, mm-hmm. I would usually recommend 10% fruit, 90% vegetables. Cool, right? yeah. I it up a little bit and uh, make it easy in mm-hmm. the beginning. The harder it is, if you're changing your recipe every single day, switching it up, it's just going to be harder for you. So developing a system around it yeah. um, is huge. I used to put all my smoothie stuff in mason jars the night before. Yeah. And then you just literally… Uh, depending on the blender that you have, but they're, the blender bottom, like mm-hmm. an Oster or some of those other blenders, screws on the mason jar. Yeah. So you literally can turn that into a blender in a matter of seconds and blend it up and have that first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. All the stuff is in there. It's waiting. So developing a system around it is absolutely quintessential. Um, but smoothies are amazing for your digestion, mm-hmm. as you know gut healing because you're getting the fiber it's scraping out your digestional tract. it's helping balancing out the serotonin in your gut 90% of it's created there 80% of your immune systems in your gut so the more you do uh, smoothies the better it is and it just gives you that long-lasting energy yeah. that you're not gonna get from caffeine you're not gonna get from a lot of the other stuff that people are eating nowadays
0: mm-hmm yeah uh, now what about exercise what what about uh, when people are first I guess resetting their bodies. sometimes there can be a lot of uh, brain fog, you know, especially once people start getting away from the sugar, what do you recommend people do with their bodies in terms of movement yeah. during that transition period and then for more of a maintenance?
1: Yeah, so let's do the physical thing in a second. Yeah. Nutritionally speaking, if they're getting a lot of brain fog, one thing I recommend is doing a magnesium supplement, yeah, right? Yeah, great. So either calm or just a magnesium pill, something mm-hmm. to really help with that. As you know, magnesium is responsible for like 400 biochemical transactions in your yep. body. A little uh, Celtic sea salt on your hand. Lick that. That's going to help balance out your body a little bit more. Electrolytes.
0: As well. I love it. Yeah.
1: Electrolytes. So your headache's going to go away. And then also, as you know, putting more fat in your smoothie. Mm-hmm. I think people are afraid of that. So the avocado, you're a big fan of that in your yep. smoothie.
0: Oh, that, that mouthfeel makes... is just the best. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe a little MCT oil, almond butter, you mm-hmm. know, cashew. Don't be afraid of that stuff because that's that fat that's going to help you, um, and chia seeds and it's just going to spur you along. You're going to have more energy, mm-hmm. essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the physical stuff, if you're doing a cleanse for five days or you're um, really trying to reset your body, I don't recommend doing a lot. You know, I would. It's all individual. Like, because I've been doing this so long, I could go to the gym for an hour every single day, even if I was on the, the cleanse or the fast, and right. still feel okay, mm-hmm. but the average person just is not going to be there. They're going to damage their body more than uh, what it's worth, you know? Yeah. So I would avoid it and um, just do light walking or Qigong or yoga or mm-hmm. like something that's not going to require a lot of muscle recruitment, you know, you're not going to do best lifting days.
0: Yeah. So. During a cleanse, um, one of the coolest things that you can do, it, it kind of forces you to get back in touch with your own body and, and the way that you feel, your natural hunger cycles, <laughs> knowing whether or not you want to move a lot, and, and generally the answer is no. Uh, but I, I think you're totally right, doing things like Qigong yoga, the more mindful type exercises can be really, really powerful. Um, yeah. But you're in great shape, what do you do generally speaking, to, to stay in great shape?
1: Yeah. So, me, I love lifting heavy weight. Like yeah. it's such a shot of I knew it.
0: you would say that. I'm so happy.
1: Yeah. I, I love it. And as you know, it helps with uh, bone density, you know, as we age, longevity, there's so many benefits to actually moving weight. Mm-hmm. I think even women should be lifting heavy weight, yeah. lower ribs. Um, I'll switch it up. You know, I'll do some German volume training every once in a while, five sets of five, and then I'll go back to high repetition or even like BFR training, blood flow restriction type stuff. Um, I love those types of workouts. That's when I get the most results. I'll do HIT training three times a week, and uh, some people would say, Drew, you're overtraining, you know, you should not be training that much, you should only be training three or four days a week, but I feel great. My recovery, you know, back to the hyperbaric chamber, back to the things that I do that are a little bit different, I think I'm able to do more because I focus so much on recovery, mm-hmm. so much on taking care of my body when I'm not in the gym and uh, that's one thing people miss the boat on. They're not putting the proper nutrients in their body when they're not working out. Yeah juicing every single day, having that smoothie, making sure everything's organic, grass-fed, wild-caught, like, you know, doing all this amazing, amazing stuff that we have access to now. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, so in order to eat that way, what do you do if you're eating out? Because it can be a disaster, right? Like trying to eat that clean uh, the way that both of us do, it, it can be really, really problematic. So say someone who's listening right now walks into a restaurant, what happens next? What, what should they do?
1: So, first and foremost, um, any restaurant that you go into, generally speaking, has what you need to eat at that given time Mm -hmm. if you know how to pick it up on the menu. So, for me, you know, I would normally um, do high protein, high fat, and like less carbs, unless I just had a workout and I need some carbs to uh, get a little bit more energy, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So, um, I think a lot of these restaurants are catching on now, chipotle, one in particular, and now all their food is local it's fresh, so going in there, I would normally do like a um I would get their steak or their chicken, put a ton of veggies in there, right mm-hmm. and then tons of guacamole to get the fat, so two yeah. or three extra scoops of the guacamole and uh the pico de gallo sauce, different things like that nice. now I realize tomato is not on the foods recommended to stay in ketosis, but um that's really, that's like next level ketosis. I've tried to right. go there. Yeah. But um, it's really, really tough. You know, you
0: gotta <laughs> so, what, why was serious? it tough for you?
1: I think it's um, for me, it's the consistency mm-hmm. of always being on point for an extended period of time. Because what does it take like three or four days to get into ketosis generally?
0: Yeah. Generally speaking, somewhere around there.
1: So, that's probably why. Yeah. You know, I'm if, always on the go.
0: If you're strict right and so like like you said i think a lot of people are, are very attracted by the idea um but <laughs> kind of don't know that eating tomato will put you over the edge right <laughs> and, and kind of kick you out of strict keto so that's that's why i think it's really interesting that um i, I mean a lot of people are experimenting with it might i i have quite a bit as well um but i don't like going too low for too long i i do value the carb so you you said that you like refeeding with carbs as well from time to time. What is the source of those carbs? What are you generally eating?
1: So I took a 23 and me test. Uh-huh. Have you ever had one of those yeah. like the genetic thing and I found out that my ancestry is mainly Northern European slash Irish. Okay. So my body does and I should have put the two and two together, but my body does really, really well on potatoes, mm-hmm. sweet potatoes, white potatoes, that kind of stuff. So I try to stay there. And uh, usually I'll steam them. I'll put a little rosemary on there, some grass-fed butter, uh, what have you, and that works really, really well for me. Nice. To look, if I'm eating a meal. Yeah. You know, if it's if it's a smoothie and I want to spike up my insulin a little bit, probably a half a banana or like a handful of berries or something like that, mm-hmm. would normally work. But on any other occasion, you know, one thing I love is figs. So having six or seven figs after an intense late day or something like that, because you're getting all those antioxidants Mm -hmm. and the minerals, I mean, figs are absolutely amazing. The selenium precursor to testosterone, all that really, really good stuff. Yeah. But, um, it shouldn't be something we're eating every single meal.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Figs add up quick. I love getting figs when they're in season. You know, the fresh ones are just out of hand, but, uh, I remember looking up just, Cause I was curious, you know, what the sugar content was for these different varieties of figs. And I mean, if, if you're pounding them down, it's crazy. You might as well be drinking soda or whatever, but they are so freaking delicious, especially with a little bit of cheese or nuts or whatever after dinner. It's the best, just the best. So I can't believe it. We're, we're coming up on time, but, um, I have a couple more questions for you here. Let's talk a little bit more about gut health. Um, yeah. That's something that I think you know, can't be overemphasized, especially these days. Uh, what are some quick tips you have for people who might not have ever really thought about it before?
1: So I think the big thing is, and somebody listening to your podcast, they already get this, right? But it's eliminating the things that can cause uh, leaky gut, mm-hmm. disruptive, so processed food, sugar, dairy, wheat, these types of things, because your body, your own immune system starts to attack it. Your immune system goes down. And, um, like I mentioned before, that's one of the things why juicing is so good. It's so beneficial because it's straight micronutrients. Uh, a smoothie, which I love, takes about three, three and a half hours for your body to digest, mm-hmm. right? Because you rip apart the full food value. So, if we use an analogy on that, and uh, Abel, you just hired a guy to go out in your yard, he has a shovel, and you want him to dig all day long. Well, that's the normal person's digestive system. They're constantly working. So, that mm-hmm. person's starting to get tired, right? Whereas a juice, it goes in your mouth, through your digestional tract, out through your liver, into your bloodstream in about 15, 16 minutes. So that person that's working in the yard gets to take that break. Yeah. That's what juicing does. So giving your gut time to heal, to take that break, uh, to alkalize you. I think that was one of the catalysts of my transformation. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it, but at the time, I had leaky gut. My body wasn't absorbing the protein that I needed to put on muscle, and the mm-hmm. more muscle have, the more calories we burn on autopilot. It's that investment in the bank, right? So as soon as I started to heal my gut from the green juice, the veggies, from uh, eating better and cutting out all of that processed stuff that I was eating at the time, Mm -hmm. then everything started to change. So uh, the micro gut biome actually changes every 20 minutes, as you know. So the more attention we pay to that, uh, the more stuff we eat, the, the prebiotics, mm-hmm. you know, the know, the starches, the uh, celery. I eat like a whole stalk of celery every single day. People think I'm crazy. Really?
0: really? That's crazy. a lot of celery.
1: Yeah. So before every meal, <laughs> I'll just eat like two or three things of celery before yeah. it. And what we're doing is we're actually – and I love the taste of it. Some people do. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. But feeding that uh, gut flora, we're feeding the positive uh, probiotics. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So doing small things like that make a huge difference.
0: I think it's awesome. And that's a great point that's just kind of occurring to me now uh, to say this because I don't think I've said it on the show. But like you are when you're eating vegetables, you're feeding your gut bacteria more than you're feeding yourself. Right. And it's, I think that's one of the reasons that you're rewarded, not necessarily right away, because like you said, not everyone loves the taste of celery. But yeah. in the hours that are following that and certainly the days, if you do it over the course of time on a regular basis, you eat for the way that you feel. And so many of us should be doing that, but aren't, right? You're, you're eating for that split second of, oh, this Oreo tastes good, even though it doesn't really, right? <laughs> and it leaves that buzzy whatever in your mouth. Yeah. When you start focusing on the veggies, eating those stalks of celery or whatever, you're eating for the way that you feel. And I think that's so awesome.
1: So I can tell you're a really happy guy. We've talked a few times before this. You're always smiling, you're laughing. of the serotonin is produced in our gut. Serotonin is that happy neurochemical, right? So if the average person had to wear glasses, right, that restricted 90% of their happiness all day long, and then all of a sudden they started eating these veggies and drinking the green juice and everything else, and they took these glasses off, and they had access to 90% more of the happiness, that neurochemical in their brain that put them in the happy mood, Mm -hmm. then we've seen you, and the reason you have all these followers is because you're a joy to be around, you have that vitality then it would change the whole entire world. But instead, we're suppressed with these toxins and these xenoestrogens and these chemicals and <laughs> all the processed food that restricts people from totally being alive and totally being happy. And that starts in your gut, which is pretty cool.
0: I dig it. That, that, that's awesome. Well, um, we're just about out of time. But before we go, Drew, please tell folks where they can find you and what you're working on.
1: Yeah, so fitlife.tv is our blog. That's where we do a video every week called Saturday Strategy. Usually it's a recipe or a smoothie recipe, things like that. So they can find that information there. We also have um, Organifi, which is I'm sending to you as we speak, which I'm excited about. Yeah, I can't wait to try it. It's our green juice. Um, it's our green juice superfood powder, right? It's got kale, ashwagandha, which is an amazing thing for lowering stress. You talk yeah. about stress a lot.
0: Ashwagandha um, is fantastic.
1: Yeah. And I had some this trial. morning, in fact. <laughs> Do you have some this morning? Yeah. Yeah, so it lowers stress 29% in eight weeks is what we've seen in mm-hmm. the trials. And that's huge for burning fat. So we put all of this in this elixir of health and we're getting testimonials from all over the world of people that are changing, people that are transforming from it. Yeah. We, uh, we were just in Costa Rica two weeks ago and we had a gentleman who lost over 150 pounds come in and tell us how powerful, you know, not only eating fruits and veggies and juicing and all this other stuff, but mm-hmm. actually taking
0: Yeah, So that was
1: a real cool story to hear while we were there.
0: Cool, man. Yeah, the, uh, we've, we've loved green superfoods for a long time. They give you that like, power-up. If we were living in a video game, there would definitely be a sound effect <laughs> when you drink that stuff, don't you think?
1: It's like when Mario gets the ability to throw fireballs.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it feels like. <laughs> well, Drew, I could do this all day. Um, thank you so much for coming on. We'll have to have you on again soon, man.
1: Likewise, my man. Thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, I appreciate you.
0: Did you make a resolution this year to drop stubborn fat, improve your health, or finally bust through your fat loss or training plateau? Good news. You still have time to join the Wild Diet 30-Day Challenge in our online membership community, the Fat-Burning Tribe. We're here to help with all the tools, motivation, and support you need to get in the best shape of your life. For one month only, you'll not only gain access to our library of videos, recipes, articles, downloads, and a supportive group of community members, you'll also be able to grab your 30-day wild diet done-for-you meal plan, a $97 value, when you sign up. My wife Allison and I developed the 30-day meal plan using our favorite recipes backed by the principles of the wild diet to help you shed fat as quickly as possible while enjoying delicious meals and real food treats. There's a six-pack under there, and we're going to help you find it. If you join the Wild Diet Challenge today, you'll get your first month of the entire program for just $1. It's a value of well over $100.